What's up, guys? This is Chelsea Disgrace. I'm so sorry. I'm fine. I'm fine. This is Chelsea Disgrace podcast with me, Chelsea Grace. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to pull myself together now. Okay, <clears throat> so I'm not sure if you all know, but I recently went backpacking through Costa Rica, which was uh, the most unforgettable time of my life. Like, holy shit, I fucking love Costa Rican men. Like, returning home to all these basic white boys was quite a hard adjustment for me after being surrounded by all these like beautiful spanish speaking men like i swear they could have been saying like the most fucked up shit to me but in spanish it just sounded like a secret password that just opened up my legs like do what you want to me as long as it's in spanish so i went with a girlfriend who I barely knew, but um, now I adore. Um, and she has blonde hair and beautiful smile and like huge ass motherfucking titties and the confidence to go with it. So it was nice because it grabbed the attention of like literally everybody. Um, and like I was like the kind of less cute friend that the wingman would have to entertain while his buddy hit on my friend. So um, that was good. It was like um, having someone catch a fish for you, but you still got to eat it. So that was that was fun. So uh, the entire trip just ran like it was flawless. Every airport stop, every check in, it was if karma was allowing me to have a good time because it knew that when I got home, my car would break down and I'd get very sick. And I think it's fair trade for having a a super time on my trip, but um. Our journey began at uh, Detroit, Michigan Airport, which is uh, full of hot black men. And every time I fly out of there, I hope to look sketchy enough for like a random pat down. But it never seems to happen. But that's all right. Um, So our path was a little goofy. We had to fly from Detroit to Fort Lauderdale, then Fort Lauderdale to Orlando, then Orlando to Costa Rica. So we had an overnight in Orlando where um, I quickly learned that my friend just likes to be naked like all the time. She's just walking around the hotel room with vag and tits hanging out, which I was cool with. And I wish I could have been more carefree like her. But by the end of the trip, I kind of was because on our last night, we were comparing vaginas in the hostel mirror, which she also has a very nice vagina. So basically, she's like just fucking flawless and i was hoping like maybe she'd have like a parasail for a vagina but she didn't it was tight like a lid on an old jar of ragu like beautiful um so the only restaurant uh close to us during our overnight in orlando was uh mcdonald's which um, we had to walk through like a dark path with a hole cut in the fence to get to so 
I truly felt like I was going to be raped, but, you know, the fear wasn't enough to deter me from getting my McDonald's. Like, that takes a lot. I'd say, along with the fear of being raped, there would also have to be, like, a tornado, and it'd have to be raining cotton balls, because I really fucking hate cotton balls, and maybe also, like, a man standing in the way asking me to commit to him. Like, all the things that scare me the most, so... If that was the case, then I probably wouldn't go. But yeah, this McDonald's was um, the fanciest fucking McDonald's I had ever seen. It was like like a beach shack. Like the de- the decor was amazing, and it had like a tiki bar inside. And it was just gorgeous. And um, whereas like the nicest McDonald's back here in Windsor has like shit stains all over the play place and garbage on the floor and constantly smells like fish fillet even if they haven't cooked a fish fillet in hours and like has like a shitty fake fireplace to try and class up the dump so that was cool Uh, excuse me (sighs) once um once we finally arrived in costa rica immigration had like a huge line so um, while we waited in, in line at immigration, we decided to get to know each other a bit. And somehow we ended up talking about blowjobs and how I had like recently for my first time encountered a situation where his dick went soft in my mouth. And I always pride myself on my BJ skills. So this was kind of like a defamation of character here. And I was like, so, yeah, he told me to play with it a bit, but, like, I have no fucking clue what to do with a soft penis. Like, do I just yank on it? Like, how far can I pull on a penis before it rips off? Like, I don't know. Do, uh, do I roll it around in my hands? Like, I'm making, like, a Play-Doh snake? I have no idea. Like, can I put it in my mouth while it's soft? Like, I don't know. I find it's hard to get into my mouth when it's soft. It's like when you're drinking from like a cup with a straw and you're trying to get the straw in your mouth but it just keeps floating away from you and like you're bending your head in all these weird directions just to try and get like the fucking straw in your mouth but it just ends up stabbing you in the face um so yeah this is what we talked about in customs and then once we somehow got invited into the country um we decided to hop right in our shuttle and take us to la fortuna which is uh the volcano area and all the hanging bridges so we grabbed our bags and all these uh, dudes were like, taxi, taxi, taxi. So I'm like, yeah, like this guy looks legit. So we hopped in with him and his name was Oscar and he reminded me of my dad, which is very comforting because like the baddest thing my dad ever did was ride his bicycle while under the influence of a couple beers. So uh, we took the three hour drive in the pitch dark up winding roads covered in fog, but Oscar was super cool and he let us buy beer at the side of the road, which seemed legit. And yeah, um, he dropped us off at our hostel, which was gorgeous, by the way. And we were uh, able to meet like some of the coolest fucking people there who we ended up spending the entire time with. So shout out to Katie from New York and my girl Bella from Connecticut. Um, I got to have these two on the podcast because Katie is like hilariously sarcastic like myself and Bella is just like the fucking craziest person I've ever met. She's 18 and she's telling me a story about how she's been stabbed seven times and how she was kidnapped in Mexico and she has pictures and stab wounds to like back these stories up like she's just fucking nuts. So um, 
yeah, we dropped our stuff off and um, we headed out to explore the nightlife. And we walked into a barn right away. This like gorgeous local dude named uh, Joseph or something starts talking to us. And we exchanged phone numbers. And he was like, oh, come meet up with me the next day at this river. So we go to this river and this is my favorite place on earth. Like it's not crawling with tourists and it's just a bunch of rocks you can chill on. It has swimming areas and a waterfall and just forest. And the best part is it has a rope swing hanging from a cliff. So all day I just got to watch like hot ass motherfucking dudes swinging from these ropes like fucking Tarzan. And I'm like, yo, like I'll be your fat Jane, like holla at me. So after a few beers, we took like a topless photo shoot in the water and I decided that swinging from the Tarzan rope would be something I should do. And normally I'm like terrified of water, like diving boards are a big pass for me unless the pool is like full of tacos and Harrison Ford's in there and he's just like floating on a device made of like cherry blasters. Like that's the only way I'd use a diving board. Um, other than that, no, I'm terrified of jumping into water, but the strip was about, you know, becoming a better person and, you know, giving over my fears and all that shit. So, um, yeah, um, I decided to swing from the rope, except I couldn't reach it. So this one dude comes up behind me and he grabs the rope for me. And when I turn around to look at him and say, thank you, I realize he just happens to be the most beautiful looking human on the entire planet. I mean, this fucking guy looked like George of the fucking jungle. Like, you know, the scene in um, George's jungle movie with Brandon Fraser and he comes out into civilization and he's in the shower and he walks out without any clothes on and the girls are like oh I can see why they made you king of the jungle and then this is where I would press pause on my VCR and I just go like viciously masturbate before my genitals exploded yeah so that's what this guy looked like so he's showing me like how to swing on the rope and I'm like nervous. I mean, they're going to like shit my pants out of fear or cream them from being turned on. So, um, yeah, it's go time. Time to face my fear. So I assume something horrible would happen like before I even got the chance to let go of the rope. Like a shark would just like come out of the water and just eat my entire body or something like that would happen. So um, I did it, and I'm really proud of myself. And I like screamed and flailed the whole way down, and then I swam over to the shallow, rocky area where you get out of the water to hike back up. And who's waiting for me but George of the Jungle? And he like reaches out his hand. He's like, "Let me help you back up." And he pulls me out of the water. And he looks at me, and he's like, "Wow, you have beautiful eyes." And I think the next words out of my mouth were like, so you probably think that or thought that I was like either special needs or I'm in one of those like native tribes that like communicates through clicking noises. So he was like, um, okay. And then help me back up the mountain, which is where, um, he was behind me helping me up and then my pants fell down. So that was embarrassing, super graceful, not um and then what happened yeah we were walking um home from our river adventure and this like very small older super energetic 
Costa Rican man comes up to us and just starts chatting with us. And he wanted us to come take a look at his tour packages. And the tour we wanted to check out was about $220. And he was like, oh, I will give to you for $150. I'll pick you up in my car and we can go anywhere you want. So I'm like, well, sounds legit. And we gave our our money to the man and told him we'd see him tomorrow at like 8 a.m. And then... um Bear with me, I have a cold, and sorry, I'm like really out of breath. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, the next morning, uh, he, uh, we got ready, and we were waiting outside our hostel, and we're starting to wonder if we made like a horrible mistake giving this man our money, and maybe he's just like totally going to take off with it, when this like old, beat-up car comes flying down the road, and this like fat, middle-aged Costa Rican man is driving, and this dude around my age is like hanging out the passenger's window naked and holding a shirt out the window to dry. And my friend and I just look at each other and we're like, oh God, like please don't be for us. And then the car stops in front of us and this young dude is like, you are Chelsea? And we're just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but um, we're like, well... This should be interesting. So we got into the car and we were off to the hanging bridges. So this guy with no shirt, we'll call him tour guide, was just like super full of energy. And he was like, I am sorry that I am naked. And I was like, why are you naked? And he's like, I live in a hammock on a farm. I am so stinky. And I'm like, well, at least he's honest, like I guess. So um, we get to the hanging bridges and the driver waited in the car while our tour guide took us around for what was supposed to be two hours, but took four because he was really excited and knowledgeable about like every single plant, every tree, leaf or stick that we found. And he would stop to explain everything in detail. And it was kind of cute. But after a couple hours, I would just be like, I'd hear him say, like, oh, oh, come look at this. And I was like, I swear to God, if it's another motherfucking plant, I will end you. But um, then at this one point, he was like, come, come see this. And I couldn't see what he was looking at. So he, like, positioned my body and, like, slowly with, had his hand under my chin and, like, lifted my face up. And it was, like, super fucking sexy. And my underpants felt a little tighter. And I was like... I think I'm like kind of into this dude. But I thought to myself, I'm like, Charles, like this is your tour guide. Like you can't bone him because it'll probably end up costing more money. So then we went to the waterfall, which was like all the way up a mountain, which was kind of cool. And um, so, uh, yeah, we checked out the waterfall. It was beautiful, stunning, but it required us to climb like a bunch of stairs and our fat asses could barely handle it. So we were like waddling up these steps while like grandmas and grandpas are passing us. And uh, we finally get to the car and it won't fucking start. So my friend and I are sitting in the back seat. Well, we're like, what do we do now? So these guys get out of the car and they just start like pushing the car down this mountain. And we're like, what the fuck? And then they hop in and we just go flying down this fucking mountain in neutral. And my life is like flashing before my eyes. But it was mostly just like scenes of me eating fried foods in the bathtub. And then I realized that I haven't experienced enough yet. Like there were still so many countries I haven't been to 
to eat fried food in their bathtubs. And I was like, oh my God, like I can't die yet. Then we stopped at a pig farm so he could get a jump from his friend. And here I met like the biggest, fattest fucking pig that I've ever seen in my whole life. He's just laying there in his own shit, being all fat and gross. And I was like, this reminds me of that time. My life flashed before my eyes. So, yeah, that was crazy. So um, we get a jump from his friend, and then we end up heading over to the volcano. So um, on the way, our tour guide's like, oh, you girls want the battery recharge? And I'm like, like a nap? Because, yeah, I'm always fucking down for a nap. And he just kept saying, like, battery recharge, battery recharge. And I'm like, dude, I have no idea what a battery recharge is. And he's like, I am asking you if you want cocaine. And... <laughs> I thought about it and somehow the thought of hiking up a volcano through a forest full of venomous snakes and spiders while tripping on the white dust was probably not the best idea. So we graciously passed on the uh, battery recharge. So um, we start our hike and we brought a couple of beers. So now we're a little drunk and we have to pee. So my friend went over yonder to squat in the um, forest or whatever and I'm like to the tour guide, I'm like, don't look at her when she's peeing. Just like, look at me instead. So he's all like, okay, I will look at your tits. And so I was like, yeah, cool, go ahead. Like, look at my tits. They're fantastic. So he's looking at my tits. And then I look down and he has like a massive boner. And I'm like, shit, tour guide, like, what is, what is this? And he's like, oopsies, I have a boner. And then he rolls up like the map of the trail and starts smacking it away. He's like, like, no, no, bad, go away. Like, it's like a dog who just peed on the carpet. So that was really flattering that, that by looking at my tits, it gave him a boner. So that was nice. Um, then after that, we went to the hot springs. And this is where any shred of dignity or self-respect that my friend and I had for ourselves was lost to the earth forever, never to be found again. So the hot springs is water that's naturally heated by like volcano activity. So it's like a big natural hot tub and hot tubs make me horny as fuck. Like I swear to God, put me in a hot tub with just about anybody and hand me a drink and like 10 minutes later my tits will be out and I'll be like getting stuffed like a plate at a buffet and uh, I gave my first blowjob in a hot tub actually so maybe that's where my horniness for hot tubs comes from but yeah I find it really uncomfortable when like I'm in a hot tub at a hotel and an old man comes in with me because I'm like straight up looking for Betty or Carol or whoever they're there with because I'm about to, like, fucking lay it down on these geezers. So, uh, yeah, the hot springs were cool because it's, like, a giant hot tub party and everyone comes, like, once the sun goes down and everyone puts candles up and it's really cool, like, really, really neat to see. And um, so the tour guide found one of his friends hanging out there. We'll call him Andre. And um, I'm not exactly sure how this happened, but my friend comes up to me and she's like, Andre is going to take me to go see this cave that he's talking about. And I'm like, well, sounds rapey, but okay, cool. Like, see you soon. Hopefully if you don't die or whatever. So it's just me and tour guide and a bunch of other tourists around. And um, 
the tour guide's all like, so I used to be a registered massage therapist. And he starts like rubbing my hands and my feet. And although it felt amazing, I remembered that like my one foot is just fucking riddled with warts. Like it looks like fucking coral reef. It's disgusting. So I was all like, oh no, not my feet. Like do my back. So now I'm like laying in between his legs and he's massaging my back. And there it is again. It's his boner poking me in the ass like a fucking colonoscopy. So after about like half an hour of him massaging my body, my friend comes back and gives me like a hug and whispers in my ear, we fucked in the cave. And I didn't want to make a scene. So I just like nodded out of respect. Like, yeah, like if I was wearing a hat, I'd probably tip my hat to her. And then the tour guide's like, how about I show you the cave too? And I was so like fucking horny from the hot tub massage combo. So in my head, I'm like, how's about I show you my cave if you know what I mean? Um, But then I felt like that probably wouldn't sound hot out loud. And also like kind of indicated that my vagina was as wide as a cave, which isn't great either. So I was like, yeah, like, I'll go see the cave with you. So um, I wasn't even sure if there was a cave or if see the cave was just code for sex. But either or, I was like, cool with it. So we float on over to this like rock with water coming down. It's just like a foot high. And he's like, you go in here. And I was like, what? I'm like, where? And he just swims under this rock and like disappears. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he like pulls me through and like yanks me through this waterfall. And when I open my eyes, lo and behold, we're in a fucking cave. And it was like still filled, filled with water. So it was like a hot tub inside a cave or like the, like a grotto or something. And for many years, I've always wanted to be inside the Playboy Mansion Grotto, because I feel like the most and best sex ever probably happens in that grotto. But due to the fact that the the only way I would maybe even come close to getting inside the Playboy Mansion Grotto is if I like died in some sort of like very public way where I pushed a child out of the way, like took a bullet for him or her. And then like, while I'm like laying there dying on the sidewalk, like a news camera comes over and asks me what my dying wish is. And I'm like, Oh, like just have my ashes spread in the playboy mansion grotto. And then he gets like blasted all over the media. And then like Hugh Hefner sees it. And then allows me to, you know, have my remains spread all over his grotto. So unless that happen, happens, which I don't think it will, this is probably the closest I'm ever gonna gonna get to that. So like we immediately start making out, my like legs are wrapped around him, and we start dry humping, well like underwater, and then like ten tourists come discover this cave, and they're like seven feet away from me, just watching me, and I'm like, fuck it. I'm never going to see them again. So I rip my bathing suit bottoms off and like stick my titties out of my bathing suit. And then we're just fucking going at it. And people are like cheering and waving. And I'm like giving them a wave like, yes, thank you for coming. Thank you. And it was like pretty good. And then um, we like bone for a little bit. And then he fucking goes underwater and starts eating me out underwater which i found like super impressive and he was down there for a while so he must have been like a deep sea diver in a previous life or something so that was really cool um i wish i could reciprocate but i can't really hold my breath for that long um 
But yeah, and then we went out of the cave and it was super awkward and we just sat there in silence and he was all like, do you want to go somewhere more private? You you only got a little taste. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I wasn't even expecting the appetizer. So like, like I'm good without the main course. So that was that. And then we went back to our hostel and we were like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And we told all the girls what had happened. And yeah, so our dignities were lost in the cave forever. And that was only day three of our trip. So I'm going to leave it at that. And then um, stay tuned for Costa Rica part two. And remember, as always, I'm here to make you feel better about yourself. One Chelsea Grace problem at a time. Bye. I wanna have sex on the beach.